Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into our three-time national award-winning poet radio voices behind the pen. My name is Natalie Shields. Joining us tonight are Sabrina, keeping it smooth. I am Natalie Shields and Black Ice. So you know how we do every night. You know, we got to check in with all of our co-hosts. So I am with my sister, Sabrina. Sabrina, how are you? What's going on in your world? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just recovering from a really crazy, um, busy um, work week, but I'm looking forward to the holidays this week, and um, I'm actually excited. I'm working on, well, I I wanted to keep a little secret, but I wanted to work on my first spoken word album. So I actually have something on. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Keep it up. (laughs) All right, I'm going over to Keeping It Smooth. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. I am hanging in there. Uh, Like Sis said, I've been having an interesting week. I actually lost uh, uh, a hero of mine uh, a couple of days ago on Saturday. So I've been dealing Mm -hmm. with that, but... For the most part, I'm keeping my head up because I can still hear him in my ear telling me he's proud of me. So it's just keeping focused and making sure I bring this new year in right to, in honor of him, you know. My condolences go to you. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Thank you. So can you tell us about the endeavors, any endeavors that you have? Oh, yes. Um, well, we just had my um, second uh, Keep It Smooth presents a smooth showcase on the 4th of this month. Uh, incredible turnout. We had uh, Momentum, Garrett, Just Flow, Hood Rage, Geronimo, uh, Black Butterfly, Darling Nikki. We had a, a, a great cast. We had a great turnout. Um, okay. Getting ready to gear up for the next showcase I'm going to be doing uh, coming up uh, this March, actually. And as well as... Uh, the fact that I'm blessed to be able to say that I'm going to be the new co-host on uh, Wordsmith Wednesday starting the new year, so I'm proud to be able to say that. It's definitely an honor to be able to join the POET radio family. Welcome. And what time can everybody join in to hear you? Uh, everybody can tune in from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday he's on the air from, all right, from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m., Wordsmith Wednesday, be sure to tune in. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And I have to go over to Black Ice. How are you doing? I am tired, sis, but I'm doing well. Um, As always, I'm doing multiple things at one time. And so um, just finished the 2015 POET Awards and Banquet. Um, At the same time, I was doing that. And when I say doing that, it's not just being able to show up to an event, speak or perform and leave. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. for those of us who are promoters and for those of us who are producers and we throw our own production and events, our um, time as it relates to the event starts months and weeks before the event actually takes place. So, yes, I was spending hours at the trophy shop. I was spending hours on the phone 
with the graphic artist that was doing these certificates. I was spending hours um, designing the show and 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 going back and forth with the facility about um, having the event there and what I needed to accommodate the actual event. And then, of course, we have to be there an hour before to set up. And then we're there maybe almost like an hour after, you know, the event is over. So while I was doing all that, I was working on my January show, Heirs to the Throne, in which we honor poetic royalty in the Midwest, and we um, crown um, those who are who have been on the poetry scene maybe five, six years and under, um, princess yes. of poetry and princesses of poetry. And yes. so look for January the 16th. Um, we're coming up, Heirs to the Throne, our very own misconception. Um yes host of Voices Behind the Pins um, will actually be one of the starring, uh, not starring now, starring artists <laughs> on Air to the Throne along with eight other artists also as well. So again, when it comes to Black Ice Production and Poet, uh, we like to do things that many people don't do. You know, most people say, hey, uh, I want to feature you. Some people even say, hey, you know, I want you to be the headliner. But don't a lot of people say, hey, I want to reward you or I want to honor you um, for your service and your investment in the art genre of spoken word. And that's what we do here in the POET organization. So every year we have a group. And the next year we have a different group. And then, mm-hmm. uh, then as I said before, we honor them with poetic royalty Kings and Queens of Poetry. We have that show that co- that's in another month. Uh, we're on our fifth year of that. Um, Heirs to the Throne, which is the princesses and the princes of poetry. We honor them also as well. And then at the end of the year, we honor them with a trophy or a plaque um, for, you know, um, being that group or that class of that year being honored. So I'm I'm excited about that. And at the same time, I'm working on Heirs to the Throne. I'm working on our February 6th show, which is called mm-hmm. Battle of the Sexes, Intimate Conversations. And we this is probably about our, um, our eighth year um, doing Intimate Conversations. It's done every February, and it's, and it's always the Saturday before um Valentine's Day. So it's a pre Valentine's Day show. So it's love, lust, uh, romance, relationships, and um it's Battle of the Sexes. So I'm actually working on the flyer for February as I'm working on the flyer for January. So there's a lot going on. Um the play working on turning the play into to a movie. He saw the best. Working on mm-hmm. that while I'm editing the video from the last play uh, over here, and so there's a lot of things going on, but it's a nonstop thing, and of course, there's still justice that need to be done in Chicago with all of the blue-on-black crime, and also, we're still addressing the black-on-black crime, so um, it's a nonstop thing over here. I'm glad that I have you guys on Monday night to um, aid and assist the show so that I can kind of, you know, just jump in instead of be being the lead person. So I appreciate all of you all. And I'm going to turn it back over to you, Sister Natalie Shields. All right. I just wanted to say um, he spoke of the uh, Poetry Awards that was Saturday, and uh, I had the pleasure of meeting everyone, you Black Ice and Misconception and everybody else. All of you guys are beautiful, talented people, 
and I accepted uh, my award for guest uh, radio talk show host, and uh, that is hanging on my wall, and um, I'm very happy because, you know, I never, before I accepted that award, I never interned anywhere, but it just goes to show you that, you know, when you walk with God, he will walk with you. So I just wanted to say um, thank you all for giving me that opportunity. Uh, I really appreciate it. Words can't even describe how I feel. And, you know, and let me just say this is just a start. You know, this is just a start. And what we like to do is, you know, build leaders in this art genre, you know, not just people who are good followers, but leaders, you know, leaders, real good leaders build leaders. So the way that you've stepped in and the way that you've um, come on board and, you know, just from a conversation, just from you reaching out, and I didn't take you through any loops or any red tape, I said, hey, call in Monday, (laughs) you know, and look how far we've come from that moment and from that conversation. So, again, 2016 is approaching in the next couple of weeks, and there are so many things that's coming up that we're going to ask you to be a part of. So just hang in there. Stay consistent, stay prayed up, because, again, the more we try to do for our community, our people in this world, the more opposition comes and try to attack you in your personal life. And many people quit and stop because of what's happening in their personal life. I know females, and this is not no knock on y'all, but... When they're not in a relationship, they jump into poetry and they jump into spoken word and they join and they do all kind of things until they get back into another relationship and then you don't see them come around too much anymore. And so this has to be something that you are are passionate about day and night, up and down, mm-hmm. good and bad, hungry or full, you know. And so this is what I chose, and I'm glad that next year I'll be celebrating my 30-year anniversary in arts and entertainment. So um, congratulations to you, Natalie. Congratulations to uh, Sabrina, uh, who also won a certificate. We'll be shipping that out to you as well. And all the radio hosts on POET Radio. I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to you because now is the time for us to go to the phone line. We have a few callers on the line. Okay. And real quick, before we go to the phone lines, I want to just check in and say peace and love, everyone. I know my voice is a little shallow today, but uh, I wanted to not let a moment go without congratulating you all on the team who have also gotten okay. certificates rewarded for your consistency and being here and your pleasure to work with. And Black Eyes, most of all, thank you to you for being the visionary that you are and putting the trust and the leadership skills within and bringing them out of us. So thank you and congratulations to you as well. Like you said, leaders breed leaders. Thank you. And just really quick, I just uh, ask that you all pray for misconception. Um, She's not feeling very well, so let's keep her in our prayers. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll say this last thing before we go to the phone lines. I see my brother complicated passion on the line from the LBC and others that are on the line. Um, Poet is open for membership. And so, again, um, Malcolm X said it a long time ago that, you know, when your digits or your fingers are spread apart and you slap someone, it may sting, but 
is not going to do the damage that will be done if you bring those fingers together and you ball them up and you create a fist. And that means that they come together as one to do great and powerful things. And so um, it's now the time for unification. It doesn't stop what you, whatever you're doing on your own. It doesn't stop whatever you got. Because I still got Black Ice Production outside of Poet. And I still got Too Bold Entertainment outside of Poet. So in addition to Poet, which is the artist activist organization, which means that we use the art for activism work, feeding the hungry, clothing the poor, doing the school toy drive or the toy drive and hat and coat and scarf drive like we just did over the weekend, and bridging the gap between all these cities and all these states so that one person may cross from where they are to Chicago and Detroit and other places where there are poet members and poet chapters. And we have um, one building up in Las Vegas now. And so that's what it's for. No one individually can afford to do everything that they want to do because most of us have families that we have to take care of. But when we unify and we put all of our resources together, now as a whole we, be, we can begin to do collectively what we may not be able to do individually until we're able to do it on our own individually. But that doesn't stop us from making whatever we dream about come true. And then we have to stop that waiting on Russell syndrome. I'm waiting on Russell Simmons to come and give me an opportunity. I'm waiting on a person of another nationality to give me an opportunity. I'm waiting on a specific brand to come and give me an opportunity and open up a door for me. When, damn it, I'm saying, and I'm not even saying we're doing it, we're opening up doors for ourselves because we've come together to do that. And so while people are sitting on their fingers and while they're saying, well, no, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for an opportunity, I'm waiting for a manager, I'm waiting for somebody to sign me, I'm waiting, these are things that we could be doing right now by ourselves. Yeah. But again, because of slavery and because of the Willie Lynch syndrome and because of our mentality, we stay separated from one another. And we do our thing over here in this little pocket, and they do their thing over there in their little pocket, and this person does their thing over there in their little pocket, when unification is the order of the day. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to you, Sister Nat. <laughs> All right. We will now be heading into our guest host speed round. And the order is Sabrina, keep it smooth, myself, and then Black Ice. You guys are ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Heart pounding and blood rising, my breathing stops. My feeble view and my path now blocked. Thrusting forward violently in my heart, I pray quietly. In pain, bruise, and bleeding, I manage to get out. I'm overwhelmed by what happened and I can't seem to shout. I walk towards her, seeing her lying there. I'm looking to see if she's wounded but can't find where. I turn her over to see her face, wonder how mine's on hers and its place. Shocked and appalled by what I see, I'm trying to figure out who is she. Was it some kind of sick joke to defeat me and deprive me of hope? Looking at her closely, looking where to start, I notice that one wound in the center of her heart. Shaken by all of us wanting to run away and flee, I realize that I can't because this woman I was looking at is me. I'm crying and hoping that maybe she, maybe 
she could be alive, asking myself questions, how and why. I came to a point and realized there was nothing left to be said. Here lies this woman there, myself, dead. I'm trying to understand what just happened here. While full of anxiety, frustration, and fear, I sit back and I'm in this, figure out how it all came to this. How am I here alive and present but below dead? Somehow I'm wishing that it was me below instead. I'm trying to make some sense, wondering how I'm here yet killed myself. I look back at her and touch her heart. Sudden rush of time hits me back to where her life starts. Immediately I see all of her, her emotions and motives, her courage, fierceness, heart, and her boldness. I see all of who she is and was, realizing this was me a good one. I see my tests and trials that shattered her through my eyes as I examine her life. I realize it's really mine. Everything that I was all about flashes back to me. Seeing all this, I make a sudden discovery. She was embodied as my heart and essence, trying to save me, releasing her from evanescence. Yet, yet here she lies, a part of me. I destroyed, not alive. Feeling bleak as I am, I pray to find a way for her to revive. Through this collision course, leading to this crash, I'm looking for the signs to find my way back to her. If I have to look and not find some of the parts of the earth, and I look from the opening of the past, which leads to my rebirth and peace. For me, it was seventh grade. I remember it like it was yesterday. Barrages of punches to the face, a boot to the back, and a messed-up birthday by the same faces that would be caged with me from about 7.50 to around 3 the very next day. And I would say, for the most part, it happened every day, second semester, right after the snow faded away. Every day, at the same time, walking the same way. Backpack on, head held high, face fixed straight. But for some strange reason, no matter what I had to take, my feet never gave way. I mean, easily eight of my classmates cocking back to yesterday, swinging on a person refusing to even stop walking. Clearly, someone should have flatlined. But nothing. The thing about bullies stems from something psychological. That desire to hurt feelings and crush self-esteem doesn't come naturally, which means it was something they seen that justified their passion for negativity. And in the same breath, I wasn't helping anything because I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. I didn't even swing, wondering why every day was the same thing. If the victims aren't speaking, what gives us the right to be mad that no one is helping? Statistically, the number of school shootings because of hazing, harassing, jumping, and name-calling has grown tremendously, and the time frame for which I'm speaking is only from 2000 to what we are currently capable of seeing, not to mention the many lives lost to suicide over the same list of things, victims with no way of venting, thinking irrationally, all because of the actions of another human being. At some point, this cycle of hostile confrontation has to end. Imagine the feelings of loved ones and friends of those who felt it would never end and no one would understand, so they took their own lives, and in some instances, the culprit, imagine how their family feels standing around a casket, grieving over a life cut short because of nonsense. More than half of the harassment that had a witness willing to say something to stop it ended it in the first 10 seconds. Knowing this, no longer can we sit back in silence, not trying to get in anyone's business, so we just be still and remain quiet. Think about how many lives you could have saved if on that day you stood up, even if it was just to say, hey, I said leave him alone. And peace. Ode to New York. My time with you was clueless. Didn't quite know what to make of you. 
Wasn't quite happy, so I had to release you like a sigh, even though I welcomed you with a gasp. Hopefully one day I'll see you again when things make a lot of sense. You looked a little like my city, but since you're bigger, you held more lights. The nights are like days, but I love the awkwardness, though. I always saw the contrast since I'm a little odd like that, too. We belong together, but you were much too fast and much too cold. I waited for things to get better, but that pretty much expired. I hope to see you again. I remember boarding that Amtrak and seeing the dust fly by as it moved. Goodbye, dusty roads. Maybe I'll see you in Chicago or Indiana as hot air balloons. It was my prayer that New York turned into something good, at least in my head. I never took you in vain, and I tried my best to enjoy you while I was there. But I'm a poet now. Welcome to Woman and Me. I'll mingle with the other poets there and take in that New York air. I heard you had a thing for artists. Maybe I'll see Stacey Ann Chin on Broadway or Jessica Torres in Brooklyn. You got a lot of history there. So much I could pass through shops, and that tells me stories. There's so many there and so much to do. Goodbye for now, but we'll see each other again. Water can't separate us. The Statue of Liberty is our guardian watcher. It was meant to be with this. With this, I bid you further adieu. In peace. I sit and stare between these bars and think about my life and the many mistakes that I've made. I just hope that he hears this as I ask him for forgiveness all those lonely nights that I lay and I prayed. Is there reason for this confinement? Is my life the price that I must pay? See, I want to atone for my sins, but I don't know where to begin. Tell me, is there anything that I could do or I could say? Keep it smooth. I don't think they understand, man. I love this girl. She was like my sister, my boy, my best friend. The closest thing to me, I felt love but never judged. But I just got to tell you, I had a story all begins. That there was a spiritual connection. Although I must admit I had feelings, but since she was involved, I just couldn't find the nerve. But this guy, he mistreated her, and, and at times he would beat on her. But to me, she was a queen, and he could never give her what she deserved. I felt all of her hurt and pain, but there was only one man to blame, because it was his hands, his knuckles, and his fist. Or was it a two-way street, but my girl was so sweet, I had to ask her, baby, why you, why you stay and put up with this shit? See, the reality was she was afraid to leave, and there were questions in my mind. Do you really want to go? You know how y'all feel obligated to stay, although your feelings have gone away? But there's one thing he should know. You reap what you sow. Now, while he was doing all of his lines, she was calling me crying, asking me what I thought it was that she should do. But there were some things she had to see that Black Ice wouldn't be able to show her besides the answer to these questions she already knew. See, horny love was the ones that she would choose, and I just couldn't bear to see her face bruised and abused friend, man, I refused to lose. And just to think of a neglected. And all the times that this nigga disrespected my help rejected, but maybe I can't protect you if you don't want to be protected. Tell me what is it going to take for you to remove the veil from in front of your face and see that when he was locked up, this was the only time that you had a feeling of being free and till you met me and I gave you inspiration to breathe again and the faith to resist told you to pray for the strength to walk away because I just couldn't keep seeing you going through this. And not one day had passed before another call came. Now, everybody's involved, including your mama. I called her up and I told her, listen, baby, I'm on my way over, but now when I come, you know it's going to be some drama. And now I'm pacing the floor before I walk off this door because this time she told me that he cut her. And look, I'm trying not to snap, but I got to come strapped. Although my intentions were just to talk to this brother. 
and that's when tempers started to flare as he wondered why I was there getting involved in their affairs. But instead of talking man to man, I noticed something in his hands that gave off a glare. And that's when she got in between us. As we started to cuss and yell that both of us, that we both need to stop it. But before I knew it, man, he just blew it with a blood on it. He just pulled a knife up out his pocket. And now I'm grabbing his wrist while I'm hitting with my fist, trying not to let go. I'm holding his wrist tight. Meanwhile, thinking to myself, wishing there was somebody else because not his food and just brought a knife to a gunfight. I want to back him up off me, but this move will prove costly because there's a thin line between being sane and insane. I pulled it out of what happened next. Damn. One round went off in his chest. And just this one moment, life changed. And now I'm cuffed up and roughed up all because I tried to help out a friend. Wondering when will this nightmare end but cop cars and steel bars has a way of allowing reality to set in. See, Natalie, confinement is more than just a physical thing. And see, Sabrina, there's more than one way that you can be confined. But see, misconception, my girl, she was she was locked into a world. And her confinement was the state of her mind. The peace. All right, and that was our speed round. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into our three-time national award-winning poet radio Voices Behind the Pen. You have just heard Sabrina, Keep It Smooth, Natalie Shields, and Black Ice. And now we will be walking over to our callers. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, good evening. This is Complicated Passions calling from the LBC. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Oh, I have Party? I have a lot. I have everything, but I'm only going to take a, just a little short time because, you know, that's how I do it. So I'm sure. just going to share a moment. All right, here we go. Hints of you. Can't hide the beauty behind the tints of you. Glare. Bright like sunshine. Making me feel like I hit a gold mine. Jackpot. You are more than worthy of my best shot. Wishing you, missing you, swishing you like a jump shot. All net, sweet like candy, tasty as it can get. Makes my mouth wet, hot like July, and it's not even summer yet. You see, I just need a little bit. You don't know me yet. Let me tell you, it's about to get real. I need a love that's deep. You might even have to be a complicated freak. You see, I'm looking for that love sign that says, be aware there's danger up in here. High passion content. Oh, it's about to get wet. Can't wait till we get home. I need your loving and we're alone. So tell me, can we get real and not pretend so that we can get it in? Just a little bit. Complicated passions. Okay, this is Sabrina. Thank you for sharing that piece. I love your flow and how you deliberately slowed it down. Take that that moment, that moment by moment image, every line. That's what I was imagining. Everything you said, I'm visualizing it, and I can like hear you. 
like he's smiling through his home, and it's like a it's a it's a good feeling. Thank you. So thank you for that. Please come back again. Writing. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Keeping it smooth. Keep it smooth. Uh, I think you have him on mute. Maybe he dropped off and called back in. So unlike the Northwest Illinois caller right above Black Ice, I believe that's our brother. Keep it smooth. We're gonna unmute him, and then um, he can go ahead and chime in on that for the part that he heard. Misconception. Please unmute the Northwest Illinois right above Black Ice. And if you're having difficulties, then let me know. Please check your inbox. I have technical. Okay, you have technical difficulties. So then we'll go ahead and go to Natalie while we're getting this worked out. I do apologize. That's okay. Go ahead, Sister Natalie. Yeah, I think that um, you had a really good flow, just like Sabrina said, and I like the way that you talk and how you put things together, and I could tell that you're a very careful thinker. So uh, continue writing. Oh, thank you. Black Ice? Yeah, but yes, great, great, great and awesome piece. And like I said, the flow was just phenomenal. Um, I think we, well, he has a he has a very intriguing voice um, just off the top. But I, I think that um, sometimes we underestimate what a nice flow does to a very well-written piece. And... Uh, that was a very well-written well piece, my brother. So definitely, man, I uh, appreciate the flow on that piece also as well. Great job, my brother. Great job. And thank you so much, man, for your support. Keep writing. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, you know I'm going to keep writing. Uh, I've got the five books coming out in April, so I've been writing up a storm, you know. So that's the voice behind the band. Mm-hmm. Look, you, and you we'll be on the lookout for that. Right, you you gotta you gotta do it like that, especially when you um when it comes to you, because sometimes it'll come like that, and sometimes it won't come for a while, and you won't be able to really be inspired to write a lot, you know. But uh, when it comes, when the gates open up like that, definitely do it. Um, it happens with me like that on the CD end, you know. I've released eighteen albums, but um, many albums I wrote three of the albums at one time. But what I did, I, I didn't release all the albums um, as they were written. I held them to be released a year apiece. And then that way I can always be ahead of the game. And that's why you saw Tupac release so much stuff, even after his death, because he had archived so many, uh, so much of his material. So releasing five books, brother, uh, in the same year, I don't know about mm-hmm. that one. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would do that one. But, um, you know, um, if you can continue to write like that, by all means, but um, definitely think about um, the longevity uh, instead of the uh, quantity. And I know the quality is going to be good anyway, but think about the longevity over the long run. I still got albums that I wrote three years ago that will just be released next year and the year after. You know, uh, I just planned it that way. I just said even if something happened to me, I won't product to be released years after I'm going. <laughs> you exactly. know what I'm saying? Oh, that's and the plan. I, 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 mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I got I, I to keep writing. It keeps coming out. 
It hasn't stopped in the last seven years. You know, I put out five books in two in 2013, and just and I didn't put out a book in 2014, but I had plenty of material to do so. But I just held out and put out one this year in April. And next year I'm going to put out. I mean, it's a year's worth of writing. I can go ahead and put it out. You know, now, now, now just now just think about it. You say you brought out three books in 2013, and not no, one in four. 2000. No, no, I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't do one. In, well, I actually, I had the book already written in 2014. I just didn't put it out. Oh, and I, and I, I didn't put it out. So I, I waited a whole year, and, and then I put the book out. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, here's my deal. Uh, I used to work for an entertainer, and one time he released singles, but he didn't release the album. And he said he would never do that again. He's he going to put the album out, and then that, and that entertainer was Stevie Wonder. So. If I got it, I'm gonna put it out. I'm not gonna hold back on the people because I got so much coming out of me. So I'm gonna keep it going. My mic oh, yeah, ain't gonna never dry. Yeah. So right. Look, look. In that case, I would say definitely do it. If you're the type of person that can keep pushing them out like that, definitely keep uh, keep doing it like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly I'm, I'm, const- I'm constantly uh, letting the ink you know spill out you know all the time. Yeah. There you go. There you go. This is our brother, ladies and gentlemen, for those who just tuned in. You tuned in to the national, the three-time National Poetry, Natalie, National Poetry Awards winning POET Radio. That was our brother, Complicated Passion, calling in from the LBC. So much drama in the LBC. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. All get, right. I, I had to get that out. Let me go ahead and turn it back over to our sister, Natalie. Thanks so much again, brother, for calling in. Thank, Thank you. you. Peace. And make sure I get one of them books, brother, when it comes out. Well, <laughs> I, I would definitely do that. Actually, that's that's five books, and, and they will be out in April. Gotcha. Wow. All right. Thank you. Five books. Congratulations. National Poetry Month. Doing a bit. All right. We have a we have another caller on the line. Caller, state your name and where you calling from. Still having technical. Still with us. Okay. Oh. Can you take over that in any way? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Okay, go ahead. Chicago, you're on the line. State your name, where you're calling from, and what you got for us tonight. Hi, it's Nikki Flows from the south side of Chicago. Where Hi. you been at, girl? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> where have you been? I know. I'm sorry. I kind of dropped off for a minute. I know I did. I'm sorry. We were no just problem. talking about you at the beginning of the show. <laughs> well, is that right? Yes, we were we were just talking about um how um some artists uh will go strong for a little bit and then because of life blows kinda of take a backseat a little bit and then come back and then you know what I'm saying? We were just talking about how God has entrusted us with the gift and an anointing and it's 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 difficult to um take that step back at least for a long time you know yeah. what i'm saying because um you know it, it, it's not it's not us you know this gift is not even for us right it's for yeah. it's for other people so we definitely welcome you back and glad that you weren't gone too long and don't leave us again <laughs> <laughs> thank you no um, cool. what you got for us tonight I just want to read this poem called Shades of Your Ex. Ooh. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. <clears throat> I see shades of your ex and you, 
black and blue, they all resemble you. See, you told me you were through, but every time I look up, I see her sitting inside of you. I see you turn your love into lust. I see you just can't get enough. I see you can't let go of the past, so you put up, you put up a big fuss. I see all the old school love cuts sitting in the truck. Well, not for me, but for her. And if my memory serves me correct, you only had eyes for her. And in between the sheets is where you last heard her five heartbeats. And I played it off cool like it was for me. Like I was the one that put a smile on your face after each and every single meal I made. Like I was the one you thought about excessively at work on your lunch breaks. Baby, please. Listen, you love me, but you're still infatuated with your love of the past. And I can't tell you to let it go like Keisha Cole. Like, I can't say let's stay together like Al Green. I got to go. Where to a place where there's only room for me. No hymns or her lying around. No skeletons in the closet to be found. No fake marriage vows. No more vows of me playing Mrs. Boo Boo the Fool. And no more lines of fool me once, fool me twice. Because, Negro, I'm through. I see shades of your ex and you, black and blue. They all resemble you because I stayed with you on your shady days. Now I'd rather be without you for my sunny days. And that's it. Woo. Okay. <laughs> I was like snapping in the background. I mean, you can't hear me, but I love that piece. And I love how you called out. And it's so truth and it's beautiful and as raw and vulnerable, authentic. So I appreciate that piece. And I love hearing that, that kind of, that that perspective. So thank you for sharing that. Keep your time going and keep coming back. We want to hear more from you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. You're welcome. Keep it smooth. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely, definitely a passionate piece. I could hear how personal, how much it, it how much passion you put into the piece just by listening to how you delivered it. Um, holding on to the past. <laughs> That's a subject that I like to say a lot of us deal with in certain areas here and there. So that was definitely that was definitely a, a dope piece, and I look forward to hearing from you again. Real talk. Thank you. No problem, Natalie. Yeah, this was uh this was really really good, and I think that poetry like this can definitely reach the masses, and it could touch a lot of hearts that were broken and everything. And you know, that's what I love about poetry. You know, it makes you a fighter. You know, if if you want to fight back, only thing you have to do is you know just use your words as, as weapons. And I heard a lot of that from you, so um, that was really good. And I encourage you to continue. And I think that with a voice that strong, I think that you can help somebody else. That was really good. Thank you so much. Black Eyes? Yeah, you know, um, not only was it a great piece with a um, very intriguing subject, but the creativity in using songs and the name of groups and artists in the piece was also um, an eye catcher or an ear catcher, should I say, for those who are artistic. So you had a little something for everybody. You had a little something for people who um, have been through relationship issues or problems. You had a little something for those artists who were out there listening. And, um, of course, you had something for women in particular. So um, great piece, sis. Definitely keep up the good work. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for calling. No problem. Absolutely, and um, definitely, uh, you know, um, keep up so we can let you know what we got going on and what we got coming up. 
Okay, definitely. I will do definitely do that. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. We're gonna go ahead and go to our next Chicago, you're on the line. State your name, where you're calling from in Chicago, and what you got for us tonight. This is Inner Soul from Juliet. Hi, how are Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, I had to stand up a mute button because <laughs> I don't have my earpiece on tonight. And I think Natalie got a chance to meet you and see you perform um, this particular Saturday. We're talking about the 2015 uh, Poet Awards. Um, can you just go ahead and talk to those who may be listening on the line and kind of describe um, what you were feeling at the awards and um, how everything went went um, and and speak specifically also about your awards. Um. Well, it was a uh, it was a great. Uh, well, first of all, it was all over great. Um, I really wasn't when I came. I wasn't expecting an award. I actually was coming to help out. Um, I was very honored that I got it. Uh, I got an award for new art, uh, best new artist for 2015. I got the MB Truth, Amani Truth Award, and mm-hmm. I had uh, a community. Yeah, it was community service. I have the above. Uh, above and beyond awards, and I got the 2015 Outstanding Support Award, which I was very appreciative to receive them. I just want to say, you hear how humble she is? She was there to help out. I think she deserves, I mean, you deserve all of it so much more, and I appreciate your courage, and I love to hear you spit. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. That means a lot. No problem. Well, you know, what do you have for us tonight? No, it's okay. One of the things that, you know, I, I have to say about you is that, you know, when you first joined Poet and when you first came around, um, you were willing to listen and to learn um, and get strong in the areas where you were um, not as strong in and um, a part of that was your stage performing or your stage performance. And, um, you know, because of you coming around and learning and watching and asking questions, um, you uh, really became a good um, performer, you know, um, poet, et cetera, you know, and you deserve um, those accolades that you have received. And it's just the beginning, you know, and it's just the beginning. So I want to say congratulations to you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn over the mic to you. Okay. <clears throat> yes, you look a little cold. This is a new piece um, it's called uh, Contagion. Exclusive. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to let you demons take me to a place my father doesn't want me to be. A place where I go tit for tat with you verbally, continuously. You despise the Holy Spirit that dwells within me. So you want to put me on my place of positivity, put me in your world of negativity, to put pressure on my vessel that my blood flows through. Elevate my temperature so my temper will explode on you. You know the daughter of God Almighty should know he warned me about you. He said, daughter, try to tip your brother Jesus so they're coming for you too. He schooled me on your deceitful ways and told me to be better the people you work through. So I took heed to what my father said. So trying to tempt me, it's like you walking out of hell, walking back into heaven. I don't know how you think that's going to be for you. 
You came to Jesus when you thought his flesh was weak. For 40 days and night he had nothing to eat. But with all your cleverness and trickery, you still couldn't see. My father will see them breakfast, lunch, and dinner spiritually. See, your evil ways we have deceived you too because it got you believing you got more tricks up your sleeve than my father to do. As long as I walk this earth, I know you're going to keep trying to tempt me. That's why I walk in the spirit and not with my feet. You reject the fact that my father created you, and he knows everything that you're going to do. That's why in 1 Corinthians, he told me he'd give me a way out of any temptation you try to walk me into. You want to tempt me with cars, clothes, money, worldly things? Through Jesus, my father gave me salvation. Do you know what that means? That's eternal life. He can give me anything. So what you think you got that he can't give to me? And even when I feel weak, he said, God, remember, my strength is within you. Plus, I left you with a trick or two. So when that devil starts to aggravate you, just say, get behind me, saying you can make him disappear, too. And peace. That was powerful. I love that, please. Thank you for sharing that. That was very powerful. So much ways. It's like a whole stand. It's like you're speaking. It's like speaking, saying what. But someone, we, we, we kind of hinder saying we need to be said and kind of remind ourselves in situations with temptation and what we need to do. And I just love the way you, you, you compose that piece. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Welcome to the touch. <laughs> sorry. Keep it, keep it smooth. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I got to tell you, that was definitely a powerful, powerful piece. Um, you had me going just off of the, the, the title, Temptation. And then when you get started talking about trying to uh, negative, get pulled into negativity, that's the people that we have around us are always trying to pull us into to their negativity so people ain't wallowing by themselves. And that goes right back to that saying, misery loves company. And the fact that you know where you get your strength from and you know who uh, provides anyway is is and the way you worded that piece, I, I'm I'm trying to catch my breath. That was definitely powerful. Definitely powerful. Thank you, Natalie. Hi, Miss Conception wanted to say that that was outstanding, and I definitely agree with her. I think that was brilliant. I think that was gone with the wind, and I like how you become a piece of your poetry. It's it's very powerful, and it's like all of us are able to visualize you know, what you what you just wrote, and it was just very powerful. Like, I can imagine you as a, as a motivational speaker. I think <laughs> you would grab everyone's <laughs> attention. I like that a lot. Thank you. Black Eyes? Yeah, um, first of all, let me just say congratulations to you. She's on the line. But, you know, she wasn't feeling well the night of the awards, and uh She's a little bit under the weather, but she is on, and she's working the boards on tonight's show. So sending you their love on behalf of her. Now, um, peace, peace was phenomenal, and um, you had a flow in that piece, um, and you switched up tempos, uh, which was really quite enjoyable to the artistic side of uh, your listeners. Um, now, as far as the content itself, coming from um, someone, just your everyday folks, they can understand what you're coming from or where you were coming from. Knowing someone that even could possibly be a, a, a roadblock or, or an impediment on your growth and your success and the direction that God wants you to go in. 
you know, and uh, sometimes that person could be uh, a mate, you know, or a family member or a friend or a close friend or something. So um, that piece on so many levels touched on so many things. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And um, I know it doesn't take you long to commit pieces to memory. That's definitely one. Yeah, that was off memory. I ain't write that one down yet. That's off memory. Okay. All right. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. So now we got another one that we can pull out. So get ready. Hopefully we can get the Black Women's Expo again this year like we had it last year. And, uh, you know, let's keep on growing and let's build, as I said at the Poet Awards, let's build off of what we have and then go from there. So thank you and congratulations again. Thank you. No problem. All right. Turn back over you, Natalie. That was very powerful. We're going over to our next caller. Caller, state your name and where you call it from. And that would be Michigan. Michigan? Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, brother Black Guy, you dropped the mic doc on the mic right now tonight. How y'all doing? Good. How Drop are you? Drop the mic doc. How you doing, hey, hey, how you doing, Black Guy? It's a pleasure to be on tonight. Man, it's a pleasure to have you, brother. It's good to hear you, boy. I, um, I've been working all day, and I haven't not had a piece tonight, so I'm going to just uh, tune in and listen tonight. Definitely. If that's okay. That is okay, my brother. Uh, what is the weather like in Michigan now? Uh, we are experiencing uh, unseasonably warm weather here. Yeah, I know. We got rain right now. It ain't cold, but we got rainy weather right now. I guess we're ready for the winter coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just wet. That's all. I'm waiting for that snow, Black Ice. You know I got to get that plow out in that truck. I got to make some money up here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's coming, brother. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's been okay, though. It just, it's, we got good weather now. It's clear. It ain't snow. Everybody like it, but, uh, you know, uh, people in business like me, I need to get a little snow, so I'm waiting on that. But it's just raining right now. And the temperature's mild, so it ain't cold. It's just mild right now and wet. Um, Sister Sabrina said that um, New York is going to be 70 degrees next week. Wow. What? Or this Friday. Or this Friday. Yep. We're going to have floors, Christmas, and New York. They <laughs> need too. <laughs> I'm praying. I'm praying that snow. I think that snow gonna come in Michigan on Christmas Day. We're gonna get a little snow for Christmas. Wow. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming in tonight, my brother. Um, hang on the line if you will, and if you do decide um, that you want to uh, eventually spit something after we put you on mute, if you decide you want to do it, just press star eight, and we'll come back to you. Okay, I do that too because I'm gonna I'm uh, put on this fish. I'm doing a little fish right now, cooking. So uh, <laughs> if, if I have time, I'll come back on. I'll, I'll probably have a little bit for you. Okay, cool. Thank We're gonna you, turn it back over to Sister Natalie. Okay. All right. All right. We be, we will now be stepping into our guest host speed round, and the order is Sabrina, Keep It Smooth, Natalie Shields, and Black Ice. Sabrina, the mic is yours. This is the story of a captive 
captivating spirit held captive and tortured by a brutal specter of fear and no one can save her from. She's crippled and possessed by it, her power draining and taken by force. She's unwilling but resists and remains mute while clothed in shame, collecting nothing upon nothing equal enough of nothing. What she faces is no scarier than the human eye, but she is weakened in some of my threats that she can't help but respond to. There's a rush of frustration, agitation, and fluctuation that convulses through her veins and strangles her by the throat. She is suffocating at a moment and struggles to gasp and only a whisper of her existence that seems to get through, but not enough for another soul to be touched or disturbed. Not enough to echo, not enough to be heard, other than the specter lurking in her heart and mind, making her blind and squeezing the life that God has chosen to give to her, jealous that she's his child. Possibility and opportunity dangle before her eyes, but it appears farther in sight, although very close in reach. The stare is easy to fall into. It comes as heavy as slumber and inviting as a warmth of the sun. All there is left is acceptance of what is, when the battle has clearly been fought and wounds settle in. There's freedom and relinquished power, but a grave loss into the spirit. She's secretly held her power. She's held it so close to the fragrance will take her. It's too dangerous to open and use. She's held it captive. She has played a part in her demise. She has twisted and altered her senses and teached her heart of depravity and scarcity. She's cunning and convincing in her obedience and clothed herself in isolation. She's a specter, dimming light and captivating darkness to capture her power, to destroy and extinguish her light. The light always shines through true and will not fail to reveal her heart, her truth, her power, her spirit, and peace. So I'm 20 years old, and I've already had my first tattoo. And now I'm hooked, so I'm sitting there wondering, what should I do? Where should I get it, and what verse do I want to use? Because at the time, my rule was, don't get anything random tattooed. It has to be something tasteful and meaningful. And in 20 years, Looked the same way it did when I got it tattooed. Now, my first tattoo was symbolic, if I can be honest with you. I had a stage fright issue that I didn't know how to handle. The feeling of all eyes on you was a bit much to take on for me. So I got a biblical verse tattooed from Timothy. The first half of the verse I felt was all I need to use, and that was, for God have not given us the spirit of fear. But now I was ready for tattoo number two, and I wanted my spiritual thing to continue. I remember being told to read the book of Proverbs, and so I figured that it was there I would start my search. Proverbs 14 and 12 ultimately became the verse I chose for my chest. For there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Now, when I read this quote, the, when I read this, the quote that came next was the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Focusing on achieving the things that seem right to me will have me explaining to God my side of the story before condemning me for doing something I know I had no business doing, even if I had good reasoning. Look at most of these drug dealers you see out here in the streets. A lot of them have limited schooling and a hard time with job locating, but know that they still have to eat. Now, by no means am I justifying this activity, but this goes right back to what I was saying. Some things that seem right to me are going to kill me. No matter how good the excuse is, the truth is excuses are useless for negative actions. There are no right reasons for wrongful living. Regardless of disconnection notices and court involvement, I understand extenuating circumstances and last options, but anything that can get you put on the other side of the penitentiary glass or buried six feet beneath the grass shouldn't have a chance to become an option that receives a second glance. If it risks your freedom, then it risks your kingdom. 
and in neither this universe nor the next will anything take what I've gained or claimed as income. At least my time on this earth is done. See, I keep close to me reminders of the teachings I received, that if it doesn't honor or uplift God, it deserves more questioning of whether or not I should be assisted. In time, we all eventually return to our initial instincts and teachings. Like the prodigal son, we gather up our things, figuring we are ready for what this world brings. Get swept off our feet because we choose to underestimate reality, and when we finally have that epiphany, we revert back to the upright way of thinking, remembering that it was our way of thinking that had us second-guessing, choosing what we wanted to do over handling our responsibilities instead of thinking, instead of thinking we know what's best for our families. Why don't we pray that God would allow our destiny to begin manifesting before we wind up standing before him? Explain. In peace. Hold my hand, Mama, and walk me through the pastures. Your touch is for real. I know I'm taken care of. Hold me on your back, Mama. I'm all yours. Forgive me if I'm too heavy. It's not the physical weight, but my spiritual being. Hold my hand, Mama, and tell me I'm yours. Before you owned your own house, you had me. They said you couldn't do it, raise someone else's child, but you were plenty. Why do fantasy stories feature glass slippers instead of wedding rings? That's your reality, Mama. It ain't a fantasy but a part life gave you. You held my hand, Mama, when I was barely life. But then I saw you on that hospital bed, no much bigger than a baby, Mama. You were so sick, you didn't even know you were suffering. Where's my glass slipper? I didn't order no ring. But Walt Disney didn't direct my life. It ain't no fantasy. Because in this life, we all know glass slippers do break like my heart did. I didn't want you to go, Mama. I held your hand. This ain't no fantasy, Mama because fantasies aren't for real. But the love I have for you is real, Mama. It's the movie that never goes off. It's reality. You were sleeping, Mama. Machines were breathing for you, but you were very much alive. This ain't for class, but I learned a history lesson because it's repeated itself. I was your baby, Mama. I stood over you, Mama. They say you were already gone, but God had your back. You were warm in your bed alone in your sleep, but accompanied by our presence. I held your hand, Mama, walked with you to death, Mama. There were no sad songs playing. This wasn't for entertainment. I am with you, Mama. You were bigger than your last days, greater than your pain. I didn't give you the bottle like you gave to me when I was a baby, but I gave you medicine. I didn't read you bedtime stories, but I gave you poetry. I didn't pick you up, but I held your hand, and that was enough for you. My last words to you were thanks for raising me. I love you. You're greater than a fantasy. That's what you mean to me, Mama. You can't break because you ain't made of glass. But dreams like a wedding ring, Mama. This ain't the end, but it's like Genesis. I wasn't a believer until I read it because the beginning is you, Mama. Thanks for being there, here, always. This one's for you, Mama. In peace. I had known him for some time and, well, we could do anything together. He was that perfect kind of friend who, without condition, would always understand. Truly a friend of fair weather. Suddenly, one day, he was inviting, and in fact, he was so inviting to me that I wanted all of his visits, and I wanted to visit. I mean, I wanted to come into his space. I wanted to be in his place because it not only guaranteed me my place, somewhere to be, but also to feel wrapped in his covering of luxury, pulled together by a unique romanticism, hot and steamy, fired up by a certain cayenne eroticism. And, well, we would create our own sexual isms because we started out as friends. It was okay. 
And then we became friends who were newly interested, and that interest we indulged in made us become friends with benefits. And he and I benefit each other because we were complementing and complementary to each other. And those benefits now increased by the compliments that he gave me because I lusted after the words that he'd say about me. He could relay the many expressions through words and comparisons, visual, verbal metaphors, and phrases that form brief synopsis about me. They flowed from him like haikus, which offered me subtle melodic concertos that staggered into the world of my mental, and he knew how to tame the dominant and somewhat aggressive into his own body, carefully sculpted and molded me, and in his reflection, I, well, we were that special kind of fringe benefit, the kind you try to avoid but end up giving into it. Yeah, friends that benefit seem like a perfect fit, but when those other clauses in the agreement are activated, I don't know if the mind and the heart can handle it. So now the reality of the question is most of those friends with benefits after a couple of the knots are tied and through the night, your souls begin to bind. Where in those benefits does the heart lie? Or does the heart lie with no response to the lie about the benefit? Where does the heart fit in the benefits? In the middle of those frills and casual deals, is there really a such thing as benefit? When the games dropped in, the games outweigh, they overcome the friendship. Just think about it. So now that that's excluded, where does one find the benefit? I guess that's the misconception of friends and benefit and peace. In anticipation of your love, I rush to you and you to me as we wildly embrace one another. Passionately, we kiss not one second we want to miss, and at the foot of the bed on top of these spreads, you tightly clench these covers. And when you receive me, believe me, what we achieve be love's gifts. My lips on your lips, our fingers into I mean, you got me hitting your spot, and like twins, we both be connected by hips, getting still, wanting more, digging deeper to a core. With the shovel of love, with this double girl, we'd be above. Our seems like moments, but these moments in love, we make the most of. And I just want to see you flow. Come on, girl, give me your hand. It's time to let go. See, I just want to take turns. What you're giving me, I'm giving you back in return. And I'm just a student of your love. And, baby, from your love, I want to learn. Now I got your body feeling like your body never felt before. You telling me and I'm telling you that this is yours. And this door, I'm going to leave it cracked in case you ever want to come for more. And it's beautiful when I can give someone so much of myself as I'm giving you. Because it's like a stranger I rarely see. And the only time he comes around is when I'm with you. I wish every day was a day like today. The way you making me feel, girl, it got to be real. It's like I started something I just can't stop. I'm hungry for your love because when I get you, I got a meal. To me, a big deal, but let me calm down before this balloon busts. Like dollar bills, currency, exchanging each other's love, only in you and in God I trust. And this is why at times I just want to run away with you. Go somewhere where I can stay more than a day with you. And at times I don't know what to say or do, but when I lay with you, you can have half. Just let me have my way with you. You give me vision now. I see what tomorrow could bring because every day with you it seems new. And it feels real good having the kind of love that like ice found in you. And it's true. Although I must admit that right now my love is kind of split, but it's legit. And just think about it. If it feels this good, what would it be like if I gave you 100%? Peace of my love. That's that peace.
That was our guest host, Speed Round, and you just heard Sabrina, Keep It Smooth, Natalie Shields, Misconception, and Black Ice. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuning to our three-time national award-winning poet radio, Voices Behind the Pen. That was really good, you guys. And I believe we're going back to our callers. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to go ahead and go to Texas. Absolutely. Texas, you're on the line. Hi. What's your name? Keith Williams is in the building. A man that needs no introduction. The six million dollar man, the bionic man, the oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> right. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What's good, my brother? How you feeling, man? I'm cool, man. I'm cool. You know me. I got you. I got you. What you got for us tonight? I'm going to do my, my cloud card joint today. Ooh. Okay, let's do it. They say you have to be articulate to get your point across. You have to enunciate your words in order to be heard. You can't use any of that niggerish gibberish of this and that which wasn't taught by the curriculum of which would proceed to hear it and call you ignorant trying to box some rings in the square circles when we build the pyramids. You have to speak with the tongue of Shakespearean dialect, softly spoken with the heart of a Juilliard, and the school of hard knocks just ain't, excuse me, just isn't good enough for the pops and circumstances, which include the rules and litigations and guidelines of what's considered to be real poetry. Then and only then will you become a master craftsman of your craft when you learn the step quote steps of perfecting and defining every form of poetry imaginable. That's what they say. And I say Seems these days we need some form of prophylactics for all this fuckery because half of these so called educated folks can't even fuck with me in this poetry and who am I? I'm just a product of the uncharted demographic and unknown of the systematic approach of what I say right. See, poetry is my concubine, but the rules of engaging in lessons I have no interest in had your mind enslaved in what you think I should be doing. I daily do my homework, and your geographical error was mistaken in not knowing that the demographics of my home works. No silver spoons, no Belvedere's, no Bensons, just inspiration deriving from this ghetto child among other ghetto children. See, this is inner city living. And from what I see, my mind paints images and beautiful pictures in which I consider to be my poetry. And oh yeah, two full-time jobs and full-time classes at a four-year university gave me that bachelor's degree in business management. But man, I managed to raise a degree of difficulty and stick to landing with word acrobatics. And I don't think I'm that bad for all of this adult-raised talent, but I look to be a judge. Maybe I'm in the wrong profession. I know. Maybe I should join the service with you clowns. P. I love that piece. I love how you, I love, I love hearing you and then your flow. And then you have like waves of deepness as it just goes. I, I just love the way, I just love your poetry and the way you deliver. It's just so captivating. My kids got it. It's really captivating. So I love hearing it. So thank you. Keep writing and keep coming back. Love to hear you. Absolutely, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Keep it smooth. Man, this brother said maybe I should join the circus with you clowns. 
<laughs> man, brother, man, your your wordplay is incredible, man. Definitely incredible. Uh, I, I had a question, man. Who would you say was your inspiration? And your who do you, would you say you get your inspiration from when it comes to writing? Actually, brother, before um, I've heard you guys and people on BTR and here, I've never done this before. So this is my inspiration. You guys are my inspiration. Man, brother. Man, we inspire you to put fire out like that, man. That's saying a lot, man, brother. That it's a blessing to be able to hear a piece that's that strong, man. That's mm-hmm. all I got to say, man. That was a powerful piece, brother. <laughs> I, I, I sharp as iron, brother. I appreciate y'all, man. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Natalie. That was a really good piece and I must say that I like your voice and you know it goes with the intensity of your words and I would I would say to continue writing. I'd love to hear from you again. Thank you. Misconception? Okay. Absolutely. So we're gonna send you kudos from Misconception who's under under the weather. Uh, tonight, but let me just say, my brother, again, you know, you've been calling into this show for years now, you know, not just months, but years now, and uh, I've never been on the call when you've called in that you haven't brought it like you brought it tonight, so, you know, uh, I know you're passionate about this thing, and many people who are listening to the show could actually learn from your delivery for those who want to cross from being a poet to a spoken word artist. And, you know, there, there are different levels, and we teach that in the poet organization. You want to be a writer, you want to be a reciter, you want to be a performer, or you want to be an entertainer. So there, there are four different stages or levels to the art of spoken word, which is a genre. And so uh, your delivery, man, like I said, is just uh, phenomenal. But it's been that way. You know, it's a, level of cons- it's a level of excellence that you bring to the table and consistency that when people hear it, they know, or when they, when they hear your name, they know that what they're about to get um, flowing, flowing through your lips, brother. So thank you so much, man. No doubt, no doubt. It's all hard work and practice, brother. I mean, it's all you got to do if you love it. Practice your craft, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's Keith Williams calling in from Texas. We're going to go ahead and go to Mr. DSR, CEO of the DSR Net- Network, Mr. Kane Spade, calling into the show. Brother Spade, what's going on with you, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What's going on, POET? Excellent. Man, we coming off the high of a um of a of our fifth annual poet awards, man. It was just phenomenal, man. Um just glad to be amongst the land of the living, man, where we can experience things like this. Yep. Always hey, well congratulations. Thank you. You know. And uh I mean, uh I kinda I kinda like uh, I'm not gonna say lied, but uh it's like halfway I'm good. But I'm not good because uh, what happened uh, last week, I did lose a family member. And um, it was last Sunday, actually. Not this Sunday, but the Sunday before. And uh, mm-hmm. the funeral was last Wednesday. And I do have a piece for that family member. 
Yes, absolutely. My condolences go to you. And uh, Miss Conception uh, wanted to send her condolences to you of your loss. Um, she's not feeling very well, but her voice is, is very well heard. She's still with us. Uh, she's working the board, and I'm very sorry to hear that. It's very painful to hear of a death. Definitely shout out to Miss Conception. Hopefully, uh, she'll feel better. And uh, much respect to you as well, Black Ice. Same to you, brother. And like she said, on behalf of you know the whole POET uh, movement, man, you definitely have our condolences, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. I don't want to take up too much of y'all time. I'm going to hit y'all with the, this piece right here, then I'm going to step to the side. No problem. Let's hear it. Uh, the title of this piece is called Fate Claim My Uncle. It's funny how we always go back in time through memory when you lose someone. It's like a trigger effect you can never control. I remember when I was taught how to fish, how to bait, how to replace that tackle and hook. I remember when you gave advice when I asked and even when I didn't proceed to. I remember you always as a tough guy, hard man, but you be the type to have your back when you wasn't even asked to. I called myself an asshole for the way I acted for the amount of time leading up to the time that day. You lost your life. Now I'm realizing you were the one of the good ones, always dependable, thinking how it all went down. Remember, my mother, your sister, just talked to you Saturday, and I think even early that fateful Sunday. It's strange you're living your own life caught up in a moment, then you hear screams, see tears as you know something tragic must have happened. Now you're gone. Time you can never get back. And I still can't believe what happened. Rest in peace, Uncle Sadiq. In peace. Hi, this is Sadiq. First of all, my condolences again. And thank you for sharing that piece. I, I find that poetry is, is very healing. It's very healing. It's like, you know, going through difficult times. So and thank you for using you know, that, to, to create your poetry, to create something, to be a part of that. To keep writing it, and my, my, again, my condolences. Hey, thank you. You're very welcome. Keep it smooth. Yeah, brother, I too want to extend my condolences to you, man. I lost a, I lost somebody close as well recently, so I know the feeling. I ain't gonna say I know the feeling because I don't know the understand the might. I might not understand the relationship you had, man. But when they, you got a relationship close enough to write a piece about somebody, that's a pretty close relationship in my book. And uh, it takes a lot to be able to even recite a piece that you wrote in dedication to somebody that you lost. I wrote a piece for my grandfather I lost about ten years ago, and man, it's it's got dust on it, man. I can't even pull it out because it get me too choked up to even get to pulling up those type of memories and get to going that far in depth about thinking. So, man, I want to, I want to tell you, brother, I'm proud of you for being able to come up and present that piece, man. Cause it was, it was a blessing to hear, man. I know it did some good as far as get some stuff off your chest. Thanks. I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. Natalie. Yeah. I wanted to uh, say thank you for sharing your uncle with us. And I know, 
he was a very strong and powerful man the way that you described him and that he influenced you in a good way. I myself, my aunt passed away a month ago. Um, and, you know, she took care of me when I was a baby. And it is hard to talk about the people that we love that pass on. Um, but, you know, it's like we talk through them. So I'm glad that you were able to join us tonight. And that's what I love about the poet community. You know, we keep our voices heard no matter what happens, you know. So I thank you for calling. Hey, not a problem. Thank you. No problem. Black Eyes? Yeah, brother, uh, glad that God gave us poetry, you know, because without it, you know, I don't know what state of mind or condition that many of us would be in. And um, we help so many people out with our words, but people don't understand that these words actually help us out also as well. They're very therapeutic for us to be able to release those things that are inside of us, those emotions that hurt, that pain, those type of things. So, brother, from one artist to another, from one brother to another, um, definitely, man, um, beautiful piece, nice commemoration piece. Uh, much respect and thank you, the Black Guys. Thank you. That was our brother, um, CEO of the DSR Network, um, president and founder, Mr. Kane Spade, coming over to support the POET fam. We're going to go ahead and keep this party train moving. We're going to go to Virginia. Virginia, you're on the line. State your name, where you're calling from in Virginia, and what you got for us tonight. Hey, hey, what's going on? That's why. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent, excellent. Thanks. That's why, we done made it through another year, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? That's what's up. We did, we did. Glad to be here. So, um, Man, this year, it seemed like it just flew through. <laughs> but, but, but you know, we, we here, man. We here. We here. What you got for us tonight? I got a new piece that I'm playing with, so hopefully y'all like it. You know what I mean? Just bear with me a little bit, and uh, we're going to make it happen. Let's go. All right, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So for anybody not familiar with this voice, this is S.Y.A., a.k.a. Sai, bringing up a fresh air of suited minds. And uh, this one's untitled. I might call it Disney Royalty. Who knows? Right now we'll go with Disney Royalty. All right, here we go. See, you, you have the beauty that turns any star into shining armor. And unite into a fairy tale beyond once upon a time. See, beautiful is your reflection. No need to wonder who's the fairest. You are the fairest of the fairies. Magnif- magnificent. You look magnificent. Hello, beauty. I be your beastie. See, my heart was frozen. Now I can't fall in love with anyone else. I was wondering. If you wanted to build a snowman, that's okay. But if not, we can cuddle by the fire. And yes, be my guest. Make yourself at home. See, you never go a day without class, the opposite of Ferris. Love when you call my name, say it three times, give me chill, Mufasa. I saw you ain't have a man, and I was like, ah, I got to make her Manala, the first of your kind, Princess Tiana. Even though you weren't, feel like you weren't born to wear the crown if I 
Agreed, I'd be lying. Love got me going crazy, buku. I'd be the guardian of our family, wushu. My warrior princess, something like Mulan, so brave. See, you're too beautiful to sleep, but recharge your brain and that glow around you is okay. See, that natural beauty got me feeling more than just a John Doe or a Smith, my Pocahontas, native tongue close to your culture. So beautiful, many question who she is. You're a queen past Disney royalty. That's who you are. Hopefully, my queen soon to be. That's why my supports. That's that piece. That was really beautiful. I was really sweet. I love how you paint a picture with your words and your poetry. I really loved hearing that piece. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Keep it smooth. Man, I gotta give you. I gotta say kudos on the on the wordplay, man. The way you was plugging in all those Disney references, man. I'm sitting back. I can literally see every different Disney reference that you name when you start crossing. I'm seeing Eddie Murphy play Wu the Dragon before you said Mulan, brother. I'm man. I was with you word for word, man. I love the way you you painted that picture, man. You I definitely got a way, a way with words, man. I appreciate that. No problem, no problem. Natalie? Hey. <laughs> Before I comment, uh, your favorite queen wants to, wants me to tell you. She wants me to deliver a message to you. She says, peace and love. All right. I wanted to comment on your piece as well. I think that that was very cute, and uh, I think that was very innovative. I really did like that. And I liked how creative it was. I was just like, wow, he, he's got a mind on him. I really did like that. I appreciate that. Black Eyes? Yeah, again, you know, um, love the voice. You know, that's the first presentation that most people are going to hear when it comes from you. And then the second thing, the wordplay is just thick and off the chain. And then the content also as well phenomenal, intelligent writing, intelligent lyrics. And we don't have the luxury like most of the rappers have that got good beats and good tracks and ain't really saying nothing, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> the day that they let spoken word go into the mainstream and being played on the regular radio station, now we we have taken over one of the radio stations here in Chicago. And so they're playing our stuff in regular rotation. But when they start to do it, they're really going to see what real lyrics are and what they sound like and what real content is. So, but the SYA, man, I thank you for that, man. Thank you for calling in again, man. And uh, happy Man's New Year to you, brother. Appreciate it. And uh, big ups to everybody before and after me. And uh, peace and blessings to the beautiful queen who gave me that message. And, um, you know, shouts out to my favorite freckles because she's usually up there so well. Uh, Definitely, and uh, y'all keep doing your thing, man. Y'all got a beautiful movement going on, and y'all keep moving with it. Thank you so much, good brother. And that sister was Misconception who sent that um, um, that peace and blessings to you, my brother. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, cool. We're going to keep this thing moving on. I believe this is OM1. Let's check and see, though, who this is. Kansas, you're on the line. State your name. Where you're calling from in Kansas, and what you got for us tonight? 
Uh, snap hand basket. How you gonna know it's me, Black? You know what I'm saying? How you gonna do that? <laughs> <laughs> good real, recognize real. Indeed, beloved. How you been? How you doing? I'm good, you know man. Me. What about yourself, brother? Oh, man, twirling like a whirlwind right now, running a little package in the crib, you know what I'm saying, getting ready to hop back in the car, speed off to work like the flash, you know, get it in. <laughs> you know, try and get it in, beloved, try and get it in. Um, well, don't try, brother, just get it in. And with that being said, I'm going to turn it over to you so that you can show them. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Hold on, give me two seconds, Seago, baby. Love you, have a good night. Waters in there. While my brother is doing his thing, I just want to welcome those who are listening to the three-time National Poetry Award-winning P-O-E-T radios, Voices Behind the Pins. Go ahead, my brother. OM1 is on the mic. Indeed. Uh, this is like a little uh, special shout-out piece, a little personal piece uh, to an angel that probably can't hear me. So uh, let's start it like this. Where have you gone? Your soul used to be fresh-born righteousness. No clouds in the sky, just the mist, the sun, following everyone, giving off the proper heat. Why don't you speak? She became and begotten so deep. It was bewildering as I put on my seatbelt. Wait a minute. You were asking for a shoulder to cry on, but it was far gone for me to be on, knowing that I was carried, even married to another, but yet I paid attention to someone, someone special that needed that shining sun in her sky. Me, I thought I was the guy being a friend to the end, but my pen ran out of ink. Should I sink into her skin as paper being old and folded, or should my mind be as bold to tell her that I can't afford it, the time I can't spend? But, baby girl, where have you been? You've just been missing. You left God's house on another mission. You said you was going down south, but there was no condition. And I'm saying, why is she missing her soul, that is? But I can't even fold my fingers to understand if she really had a plan. The darkness sank into her golden brown sand. But her plan was just obsolete. Or maybe it was me trying to meet defeat mentally because I could not feel the empathy for this adult, this woman, this amount that was not anointed anymore, but you would give advice like you had something in store for me that was positive, but truly I could not civilize to see what it is. But now the cow has walked through the pasture, ate all of my rations, what a disaster, now I have nothing to feed, yet this person, my friend, this woman will proceed and be greedy and treating herself needy, but I asked one question. Where has she been? Oshan Malik, driving to work on the highway. <laughs> In peace. <laughs> Thank you, and drive safe, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for that. It was really, really authentic and very passionate. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed hearing that. Peace. And your flow. And everything. Thank you for that. Indeed. You keep it smooth? Man, before I go in, I got to say, brother, that was smooth. How you was able to pause mid piece. Hold on, seatbelt. Click up. 
and then get right back into it like nothing ever happened. <laughs> like, that was that was pretty smooth, bro. That was what's up. <laughs> that was what's up. Thank you, thank man. you. <laughs> man, overall, the, man, the piece was incredible, man. The piece was definitely incredible. Uh, thank you. Man, I saw the message, man. I saw the message, bro, and I definitely look forward to hearing from you again, man. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you. No problem. Now. Yeah, you know, I really I really like your style and I love storytelling because it really says a lot and I like your piece because it really makes you question what you wrote like, dang, what's going to happen next? You know, like um I really I really like the climax and uh I think that you should continue with what you're doing because it's awesome. Thank you. No problem. Black Yeah, you know, um there's a couple of things with uh, the piece that you recite. But one, just being a true artist and being able to adapt to any situation. Brothers uh, was getting to his car, seatbelt thing was beeping, and he just threw that into his piece pretty much as a part of his piece. And so, uh, you know, and, and was that off the top of the dome again, Brother Freestyle? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, man. <laughs> All right, I wrote some uh-huh. of it. That's why I said it was a little personal. Um, and I picked right. up on the personal piece when I had to slow down for a second. Then the rest I took to the house, yes. Okay, cool, cool. Well, again, brother, um, keep letting that pen bleed, my brother. Keep expressing yourself because in your story, you're going to definitely touch others and heal others in your story also as well. So thank you so much for the piece, man. Indeed, Black. Thank you, my man. And March 5th, I'll see you guys next year, man. I'll keep you up to date on that, Black. Absolutely, my brother. Please do. Yes, sir. Holla. All right. For those who are on the line, you're tuned in to the three-time National Poetry Award-winning POET Radio's Voices Behind the Pins. And right about now, we got some things we got to talk about. Um, This is hot topics right here. Um, Did you see what happened last night on the Miss Universe pageant? With Steve Harvey, comedian Steve Harvey, Mr. Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady, um, <laughs> announced the wrong winner for Miss uh, Miss Universe. And um, he was supposed to announce the Philippines, uh, Miss Philippines as Miss Universe, but instead he um, announced Miss Columbia. And then about what seemed to be like about five minutes after that, he came back out and he said, my bad, I gave it to the wrong person, uh, I need to give it back, Blase Skippy. And then he wrote a Twitter release. And if it was him that wrote the Twitter, they were talking about how he misspelled the word Columbia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. On his Twitter account when he... Uh, <laughs> when he uh, when he issued his apology on apology on Twitter, so we're gonna go ahead and go to the phone line. Chicago, you're out there. Um, did you hear about the Steve Harvey mix up? And tell us what you thought about it. Okay, Hello? let's go to Michigan. Michigan. Uh, Nope. Michigan got a lot going on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go back to SYA. SYA, did you hear about it, my brother? Uh, <laughs> did you see it? Did you see the video? 
Virginia. Hello. Okay. Hey, yeah, I'm here. Um, my bad. I was in the middle of trying to tape and rap gifts and try to unmute myself. Oh, um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I I heard the video. I didn't actually see it, but I um I saw the video and I heard about it on Facebook and um you know from the comments that I read, you know it was it was known before it was announced that Miss uh, Philippines would win. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think uh, she handled it very well. She wasn't too geek. She didn't, you know, act, you know, like I told you I should have won type ordeal. She was just a shot. So, but I do feel sorry for Miss Columbia because, like you said, she put on the crown. She had it on. They literally had to pluck, take her crown off on live TV after looking foolish. You know what I'm saying? So um, I probably think, I think that's probably going to be the first and last time Steve probably does anything like that. So, um and I think uh, what happened was instead of reading the winner, he read the runner up. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, like I was telling somebody, you're a comedian, but you can't joke your way out of that. That's something people prepare for almost all their lives for. You know what I'm saying? They practice. Mm-hmm. They go to school for things like that, from my understanding. So, that's not really something to play with. You know what I mean? So that's like giving somebody an award for something they worked their lives for, telling them they won. And they only get to hold the award for five minutes and then have to hand it over. But I think the the pageant, the two ladies actually handled it very well. There were no attitudes, and it seemed like there were no sore feelings. They were probably on stage, but after after they gotten back, she probably cussed them out. And, you know, every language that she knows, including her own, as well as everybody in Colombia. So um, yeah. So yeah, that that's something that's not going to be let down for a good little while. And it was yeah. live. It's another thing. It's another thing when you have to apologize to the entire world, you know, and you know their families were watching too. So it's like you have to exactly. apologize to the families. Exactly. So yeah, everybody. I know. I'm sure everybody was a little sore about that. Definitely, uh, people that were rooting for Miss Columbia and the team that worked to get her prepared and Miss Columbia herself. So, yeah. Because okay. that's that's actually the thing. In a lot of circles, so yeah. Well, that's cool, my brother. Thank you so much for your comments on that issue. Let's go ahead and to keep it smooth. What did you think about it, my brother? Did you see it? Did you hear about it? Um, and again, this is a international show. <laughs> you know, this is not just a, a Fox uh, <laughs> a TV network show. This was an international viewed broadcast. So tell us what you think about that, brother. Man, I'm 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 uh reserved on how I think about it, man, because in one breath, like you said, it's an international show, so this isn't some small time thing that just thrown together. This is something that's months and months in the making. And we're talking about a well known celebrity who's on T V all the time reading from cue cards and reading from teleprompters. So to say that he miswrote what was supposed to be said, mm, I'm not sure what to too much say on that because I've seen a, um, a post on the book that uh, Tyrese said there was a um, a steel shot of the cue card that he was supposed to read, and he said that he was defending them because of the, the print was so small. Now to say that this he wrote the wrong thing or misspelled Columbia, yeah. 
sound like something else is in the in the water to me. Yeah. Uh, Natalie. Um, I really don't have much to say about it. You know, something like that has has happened before, and. But what I have to say about things like that, it, it is very humiliating. And, you know, like I mentioned, it's it's very embarrassing when you have to apologize. When you have to apologize to the entire world uh, for a mistake. And it is kind of odd how, you know, you're, you host TV shows all the time. And it's like you can't even get over something that simple. You know, I think that's kind of – I'm just wondering why, why Steve Harvey. <laughs> but, you know – People make mistakes, and, you know, I don't know if this will be one of those things where people will forget five months from now because something else will blow up that's much, much bigger than that, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, that's what I have to say pretty much. That's cool. Um, Let's see, Sabrina. Yes. I didn't see the whole pageant. I saw the clip, and I think the most, I mean, I felt bad for Steve Harvey, but what I felt the most was, I felt I felt for Miss um, Columbia because she she held that she had the crown that was, that was her moment, and she generally thought she had that that was her moment, and then to get ripped from her in that same second, well, not same second because it was actually a long duration, and I was wondering when did Steve Harvey realize he read you know misread the card and. Just let all that happen, and it was just—I mean, it was—it was just bad all around. It was just—it was bad. I didn't use the odds mistake, but I just think that it was just very—it was very unfortunate, very unfortunate. I think that this is this is one of the best things that probably could have happened for Miss Columbia. Miss Philippine and Steve Harvey. This is great. This is phenomenal. Now, if I was the publicist of either of those three people, they'll be doing rounds on every TV show that there possibly could be. Good Morning America, all the late night talk shows. They'll be doing all the rounds. Steve Harvey could really benefit from this. He could write even a whole nother book. The effects of announcing the wrong, whatever, 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 and recovering from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a great opportunity for you to really turn this thing around into a lot of publicity to promote your brand. I'm telling you, if I'm telling you, if I was a promoter, if I was a publicist on yeah. this particular issue, I'll be working right now, day and night. Steve Harvey will be on every single talk show that there is, starting tomorrow. Yeah, but that's that's just me. That's just me. I mean, ain't nothing you could do to change it. Right now, you might as well capitalize off of it. And even the runner-up, Columbia, she would be as popular as Miss Universe because she would be doing every talk show. Matter of fact, she have a book deal. Mhm. Yeah. Right now. The temporary Miss Universe. The, the crown. The, the crown. I uh, yeah. almost had. Yeah. By Miss Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> five minutes, look, five minutes of whatever it was, you know. So that's my take on it, man. That's 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 um 
that's what I see out of it. I really think it could be turned into something very positive for all parties involved. Um, R. Kelly, you guys got to see the R. Kelly interview with Huffington Post. Um, That's the next hot topic and the hot thing that's going around right now. Um, They're talking about it, and they're showing it on all the news media outlets where the reporter brought up R. Kelly's um, alleged sexual exploits with underage uh, minors, and R. Kelly got totally offended and and (laughs) kind of told the lady, I'm not here for an interrogation or a deposition, and I don't hear my fans talking to me about that. Maybe you hear those things, but since you're the one who brought it up and talked about it, I'll just tell you how I feel about it. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. And that's what he said. You know, and then he said, I, I, if you continue to ask me those questions, then I'm just going to lead a set. And then she asked him something else, and he was like, okay, I'll tell you what, you got one more question to ask me, and this interview is going to be over. And so him and the lady kind of went back and forth. So you guys got to see that R. Kelly interview also as well. I shared it on my page, and um, it's out there. You know, all you got to do is type in the word R. Kelly video, uh, interview in your Facebook search engine, and it's going to come up. So um, you guys check that out. I don't know if you guys have seen that video or not, but I think we got time for one more caller uh, before we close out. We got Oklahoma in the building. We got Oklahoma in the building. Oklahoma, who's this? State your name, where you're calling from in Oklahoma, and what you got for us tonight. This is Wildflower. How you doing, Black Eyes, Misconception, and whoever else is on the line? I'm calling from Oklahoma. What's up, love? How are you? I'm good. I missed y'all. Sorry I've been MIA, but I've been grinding. So hard, it's not even funny. We understand, darling. We understand. What you think about the Steve Harvey um, mishap last night? Well, honestly, I didn't see it. I was at work, but I heard all about it this morning, and it's a human mistake to make. But I heard the last part of what you were saying, Black Ice, and it is a growing experience. And I really feel for the young lady who thought she had one because she was on cloud nine and went to zero in no seconds, it just instantly. So my heart breaks for her. But like you said, it could be a learning experience for everyone involved, including the, the committee, whoever wrote out the cards, because if I'm not mistaken, they said it was written funny. That's why he um, he misread or whatever. So I well, the, think the, um, biggest name, the biggest name on the card was Columbia. Out of wow. the three, that was the biggest name. Well, I don't know. I don't have an excuse for him. I don't have any excuses for anyone because they could have prepped better. And, you know, Steve, maybe he could have read the card over before he went out there. But I watch Family Feud, and I hear him make plenty of mistakes regularly. So I just I feel bad for the young lady who um, who lost. That's where my heart breaks for because she thought she won, you know. So it's just a. It's I want to know what they were saying. At, I want to know what they were saying on the job. What people were saying at work. <laughs> Where I work, it is so busy. All I can say is, "How can I help you?" And thank you for coming. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Well, listen. You are on Voices Behind the Pins on the three-time National Poet uh, Award-winning POET Radio. Uh, what you got for us tonight? Share some of those words with us tonight. Right now, I want to share an invitation for intimacy. 
And we already have enough curiosity to seek each other's presence. There's already been stolen moments when we made eye contact and then wondered, what's next? We already have that connection that allows us to tingle with a simple touch and the warmth of your smile. It makes my blood rush. The thought of you literally makes me blush, and the sound of your snoring has become my favorite song, so I listen to it on repeat all night long, and I never craved anything until I got a taste of you, and your laugh is as fresh as sweet morning dew. So now, sweet thing, I have a proposal for you. You see, I'm ready for intimacy. I want you to see into me. Will you allow me to stand before you unapologetic and unashamed? Can I tell you the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, and the lame? Right now, I want you to see my flaws, but still see me. Know my insecurities, but still see into me. I want you to look deep into my eyes, past the joy of simply being in your energy. Look through the pain of the past and into me. I want you to see into my soul. Can I be that vulnerable? Will you have that transparent dialogue with me? Will you share your secrets and fears and dreams and fantasies with me? Can we engage in the intimate conversation that it takes to create symbiosis and then get swept away into each other's bliss? True intimacy, emotional security. Can your arms be the cozy that calms my soul because you see me? Will you share that emotional connection that it takes to see into me? Will you pray with me? Do you have that passion for me? Will you accept my invitation for intimacy? Will you see into me? And that's that piece. I like that piece. Thank you. So welcome. I was like, I love your voice so very soothing and serene. And then the way you, your delivery with the poetry, it just, it just matches it so well. And it's like, thank you so much. You're welcome. We have what's called intimate. That's what it sounds like. That that whole, like, it's right. I can't even find the right word to say, but that's, it's like, you hit the nail on the head. Like that. That's what I got from it. Thank you for that. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Keep it smooth. Oh, I, I definitely, I'm definitely glad that you called and shared that piece. That was definitely a a beautiful piece to hear. Uh, your delivery is so soothing that it, it it captivated the whole piece perfectly. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. No problem at all. No problem at all. I look forward to hearing from you again. Natalie? Yes, Miss Conception wanted, uh, she just sent a message to, she wanted me to tell you, she wanted us to say to you, uh, she's uh, happy to hear from you again, and she said great peace. Uh, she's working the boards right now. She wasn't feeling very well, but she's still with us. Okay. Yeah, I'll and hit her up. To, Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what I have to say is that was very sweet. It was very intimate. It was very feminine, and it's almost like, in a way, you were bare, and I want to thank you for sharing that that part of yourself to us, like that that sweet side that's very honest, and uh, it's like you you know what you want. So it's like we heard it all in that, and you're a really good writer. And just like Keep It Smooth said, you know, 
that was a very smooth delivery. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I've been working hard. <laughs> I can hear that. <laughs> Thanks. Black Ice? You know, that was one of the sexiest pieces that I've heard you recite on really? radio. Yes, it was. I was feeling that one right there. Well, and thank you, you so much. About, Y'all have helped me. <laughs> look, and then you was talking about how his snoring is now, like, you know, a good sound. I'm like, you know, that's that's some real talk because normally, man, I, I tell my girl, hey, look, can you turn over? <laughs> <laughs> look, you need to sleep on your side, not your back. <laughs> No, but that was um, that was real nice and that was real sexy, and I definitely uh, appreciated that piece tonight. Thank you so much, Black Ice. That means a lot coming from you. Absolutely, absolutely. You still Jill Scott? No, I'm Rhonda again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Rhonda <laughs> okay. again, and I'm I'm Wildflower on the inside always. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, sis, you know, whenever uh, you're ready to come back, just let us know, and definitely we're here to welcome you with open arms. But until then, we're going to continue with this little train, and we want to thank everybody for in, calling in to the show tonight. You made tonight such a wonderful and phenomenal show, and I think we only have, like, one more show left before the end of the year, the end of man's year. And then uh, so we're going to have a... a uh, end of 2015 party next Monday. So we want to definitely try to get everybody who's been calling in for the whole year to call in on that end of the year show next Monday. And of course, all other shows that are on POET radio throughout the course of the week, you could definitely call in for those shows and support those shows. We appreciate your support. Um, I appreciate all of the callers that have called in during the course of 2015, all the hosts that have hosted all the shows during the course of this calendar year. You've made us what we are today, which is a three-time National Poetry Award-winning radio station. I love you all for that. So we're going to go ahead and close out. Um Sister Sabrina, tell everybody what you thought about tonight's show. I thought it was straight fire. Straight fire. Love the energy and passion. Yeah, a little bit of everything, romance and and passion and act, act, uh, activism and a bit of everything. It was a, it was a poetic evening, if I can say um, straightforward. I love it. Absolutely, and there was a, a smooth kind of spirit to tonight's show, and maybe because my man Keep It Smooth was also <laughs> in the building co-hosting with us tonight, and actually this is training for him. He's getting ready and prepared for um, his show where he'll be co-hosting with Misconception, Wordsmith Wednesdays, but he has to get that time in. Brother, you did an awesome job. No one would have known that um, this is your first time hosting one of the radio shows. You did a wonderful and phenomenal job. Tell us what you thought about tonight's show, brother. Man, man, first I've got to say how humble I am and thankful and grateful for being able to be a part, for getting the opportunity. Uh, tonight's show was incredible. It was incredible. The, the lyricist that got on the, the calls today was just incredible from, from beginning to end. I, I completely love everybody and to see how far everybody was calling in from, from uh, Long Beach to Texas, Kansas City, Oklahoma, 
to see how far out the love is spread is is just incredible, and it's incredible to be a part of. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, my brother. We're going to go ahead and go to Sister Natalie Shields. Tell us what you thought about tonight's show, and you did a wonderful job quarterbacking our show tonight and taking the lead. Thank you so much. Wonderful job, and you're learning with every show. You're learning, 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 and that's what it's about. We're preparing you and everyone that's on the line for something greater. Natalie Shields, tell us what you thought about tonight's show. I thought that it was very different. You know, it was very, it was like therapy. You know, it was very cleansing, very purifying, and and it was very honest. And it seems like everybody that called in, you know, they revealed their 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 soft side. You know, tonight it was, you know, it was soft, but, you know, it was passionate, you know, there was a lot of fire still. So tonight was just very emotional, and I, I really did like it. You know, you have some good people calling in the show from all over. And that's what I was speaking about earlier, how, you know, when you come together and unite, you know, um, people, you know, and, and I love my brother Geronimo, which is one of my mentees. and. Um, you know, I've been able to mentor him and coach and counsel him also as well. And I look on his thread and he, one of his, uh, and and I teach the poets, um, especially that came from up under the poet banner, to make sure they put themselves multiple names on Facebook. You can have multiple names in your settings, you know. And so one of the names that I tell the poet members to put is the best poet in Chicago or poetry in Chicago. So when someone's searching for it, our names will come up. This is the part of the artist development that we teach in the poet organization that has nothing to do with performing because there's a thousand things that you got to do before you even hit the stage. Art is only 10% of what makes an artist successful. The other 90% is marketing and promoting and preparation for you to be on stage. And so... I'm saying that to say um, one of the things that's on his um, on his profile is the best poet in Chicago. But again, we have to think international now. And so we have to extend beyond the borders of a city or beyond the borders of a state or even beyond the borders of our country and become international. And so I'm glad that people called in from Texas, that people called in from Kansas, that people called in from Oklahoma, that people called in from Virginia. Sabrina is here by way of New York, and Natalie is here by way of Indiana, and Keep It Smooth is here by way of Kankakee. And we had other people call in, like you said, Complicated Passions from Long Beach, California. And so when we begin to make these bridges and these connections all over the United States of America and then extend beyond it into the world, there's strength in numbers. When we're releasing these words, which are spirits, because you can't see words, when they come out of your mouth, they're, they're invisible. Anything that exists that's invisible is called spirit. So once we release these spirits into the atmosphere, we can begin to change things, the thinking of men. When I say men, men is the species. Male and female are the gender that belong to the species. 
So when we began to speak these spirits into the atmosphere and release them, we began to change the thinking of men. And once the thinking of men changed, the behavior of men changed, the speech of men changed, and then the world began to change. And so we are doing a great and wonderful work here on POET Radio and wherever we are. Let's stay connected. Let's stay powerful. Let's continue to build. And let's continue to do what we say in the Poet Organization, our motto says we are changing the world one heart, one mind, one verse at a time. Thank all of you all for calling in to tonight's show. On behalf of Sister Sabrina, on behalf of Brother Keep It Smooth, on behalf of Sister Natalie Shields, on behalf of Misconception, and the whole POET network, God bless everybody. Thank you for calling in, and good night. Love. Good night. Keep it smooth.